Welcome to the King's Church Podcast. We are an ACC church based on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. We'd love for you to join us on any given Sunday. In the meantime, we hope this message blesses you. Hi church, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm really looking forward to sharing this word with you. I actually have finished my my portion of the series on faith, hope and love and and I wanted to do a particular message today because I really feel that in the year that we've been going through in 2020, that this is a word that I feel like God's put in my heart to kind of seal and help us to come through. And so the title of my message today is actually called The Other Side. And, and it's based out of Psalm 23. And you would know Psalm 23. Psalm 23, uh, if you've been to a funeral recently, they probably played Psalm 23 at it. Uh, most, uh, if, you open, if you get a Gideon's Bible from a hotel and opened it up, it would probably open straight up to Psalm 23. And so uh, you would know it well, but I just want to read it to you today. And Psalm 23 says this, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me with paths of righteousness for His namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Father, I thank You for Your Word today. I ask and pray that You would fill and instill us with the faith that we need to cross over from 2020 into 2021. I thank You and I praise You for that, Lord. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Here in this passage of Scripture, you may have heard me preach at church before, how it talks about in Psalm 23 verse 4, it talks about the valley. And Psalm 23, for a lot of people, it's their favourite psalm, but to be honest, for me, it's actually not. I've got some other Psalms I like better than Psalm 23. I mean, Psalm 103 is probably my favourite Psalm. It talks about, bless the Lord all my soul and forget not all His benefits. I like Psalm 103 better than Psalm 23. Psalm 1 actually talks about how, blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked, stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat and mock us. But on his law, he meditates day and night. And then it says after that, that everything he does prospers. I like that Psalm better. I like Psalm 37 as well. Five times in Psalm 37, it actually tells us that we'll actually inherit the earth. I like those Psalms better than Psalm 23. But the thing about Psalm 23 I don't like is actually the bit in the middle, verse four, where it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, if we took that verse out, Psalm 23 would be so much better. I mean, let's read Psalm 23 without verse four. It says, The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul, leads me with paths of righteousness for His namesake. Go down to verse five. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that so much better? That's so much better. If they just took out Psalm verse four, Psalm 23 would be so much better. However, the reality is verse four is in there. And the reason is because Psalm 23 is talking about the cycle of life. The reality is that as a Christian, even if the Lord is your shepherd, occasionally we might find ourselves in the midst of a valley. In 2020, for a lot of people in society, a lot of people across the planet, 
2020 has been a year where it's actually been a valley. It's been a difficult season. It's been a tough season. So a lot of bad things have happened in people's lives in 2020. I've actually read a lot of commentary about how people are just wanting to have a do-over in 2020. Some people, golfers are calling it, I just want to take a mulligan. I just want to forget about 2020 and just write it off. That 2020 has been an awful year. And the reality is occasionally in life, we sometimes have that. That occasionally life, we have times and seasons where it feel like, where it feels like we're going through the midst of the valley. But the beauty, the beauty of Psalm 23 is that the valley is not where we actually end. That God has more for us on the other side of the valley. The valleys don't last forever. The valleys are not eternal. Yes, they are a season, but they're not the only experiences we have in life. And that the promise of God to us is that even if we go through a valley, God is with us and eventually will come out the other side. Today, I wanna talk to you about what happens when you come out the other side of a valley. Because I feel God has spoken to me that we are coming out of this valley and we've got, God's got greater things for you and for I and for King's Church in 2021. That God has seen us through and He's nursed us through 2020, but I believe God has got greater. And so if you look after verse four, if you look beyond the valley, there's a number of promises, there's a number of blessings inherited as you come out the other side. And I feel God tell me that for people in our church and also for our church as well, that these blessings and these promises are all things we're gonna see come to pass in people's lives in 2021. That when we come out the other side, when we come out the other side of 2020, when we cross over into 2021, we'll be coming out of a valley and God has got a number of promises and blessings in store for us. And so today, my message is actually more of a prophecy than it is a sermon. Because I wanna prophesy and declare to you today that these things that are promised at the end of Psalm 23 are gonna be experienced in the life of our church. So with that in mind, let's look at these things that are promised on the other side of the valley. Psalm 23 verse five, it says this. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Notice that first thing. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The first promise that is actually listed here is actually prominence. Now, Psalm 23, when it talks about the valley, actually in the Hebrew, it's probably more accurately translated as a ravine. And so what that means is there's very high walls and you come in one way and you go out the other and it's like single file and it's very isolated. Yet you come out the other side of the valley and it says you prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What that tells me is this, it doesn't matter how many people have tried to stop you. It doesn't matter how many people have tried to short circuit and abort your destiny. Nothing can stop it to the point that God can raise you up and put you in the presence and prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. There's no valley that you've been through, no difficult season that can stop God actually promoting you. A classic example of this in the Scripture is a character that I've mentioned many, many times in our church. And that's a man by the name of Joseph. If you look at the life of Joseph, he went through an incredible amount of difficulty. He had a lot of enemies and there was, it seemed like there was a lot of people trying to stop him from fulfilling his destiny. He was, at one time, he actually had a dream and in the dream he dreamt when he was a young boy that his father and his brothers would actually bow down to him one day. Now, he was actually the second youngest in the family. So that is something that is highly unlikely. 
And then later on, there was a time when his father sent him to go out to his brothers who were looking after the sheep. They were so upset with him because his dad had bought him a coat of many colours that they actually beat him up and sold him into slavery. And then in slavery, he actually ended up um, serving a man by the name of Egyptian, by the name uh, by the name of Potiphar. And then he was unjustly accused of trying to seduce Potiphar's wife. So from there, he got sent into prison. And he's in prison for a number of years. And even in prison, it looked like he wasn't going to get out. So here's a young man with a dream. Here's a young man who's believing for a better future. But it looks like circumstances are conspiring against him to stop him from stepping out into his dream. However, the Bible tells us that at one time, Pharaoh was looking for someone to interpret his own dream. They found Joseph and he interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. And then he was promoted in one day from being in prison to actually being the second most powerful, in the man, second most powerful man in the world. He handled all the finances for Egypt. And then eventually one day his brothers came to him, not knowing that he, that he was their brother Joseph. And they actually bowed down to him and the dream was fulfilled. And it was like God prepared a table for him in the presence of his enemies. In the same way, I wanna let you know that 2020 cannot stop you from fulfilling the destiny that God has for you. You might've had a lot of things go against you. You might've had a lot of things trying to stifle and stop some of the dreams that God has put in your heart. But I wanna let you know that even in the midst of that, and even if you've had people try and stop you and suppress what God is wanting to do, I wanna let you know that He can prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies, that prominence can come even on the other side of a valley. And there are some people that in 2020, I believe you had an exceptionally hard season. You had an exceptionally difficult year, but I believe that was almost, that was almost like the enemy trying to suppress you because God's gonna take your life to a whole new level. He can prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. The second thing that the second promise there says in verse five again of Psalm 23, he says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And then he says, you anoint my head with oil. Now in the Old Testament, whenever someone was going to uh, go into a particular job, their head would be anointed with oil. David actually understood this. David wrote this, King David wrote this Psalm. And when he was a young boy, the prophet Samuel found him and he poured oil upon him, anointing him to actually be the King of Israel. So what that means is that when God anoints your head with oil, it's actually talking about promotion. It's actually talking about promotion. I would have thought that the time you felt least likely to receive a promotion was just after you've been through a valley. Sometimes when we go through valleys, it feels like we're actually gonna be further and further away from the things that God has for our lives. But actually on the other side of that valley, God has great promotion for His people. There's been many times where I've got friends and people that I've seen that, that just before they've been promoted to something great, they've gone through an incredibly difficult time. They've gone through an incredibly dark season, but those dark seasons have not stopped them from stepping into the destiny that God actually has for their lives. The promotion often comes on the backside of a valley. A classic example of this is our campus pastors here at Reedy Creek, uh, Pastor Noah and Michelle Falau. And, and for a number of years there, uh, Pastor Noah had been in ministry and, and that sort of thing. And, uh, but sometimes things just didn't work out, whether it was for the economic circumstances of the church and, and that sort of thing. 
thing and, and had not been in a full-time position in ministry for a long time. When they heard that we were, uh, Trish and I were gonna take over Kings here, that they actually felt God tell them to come and move to the Gold Coast like every other person feels called to the Gold Coast. And they bought themselves a house up the top of the observatory there and but actually came by faith, weren't looking for a job or anything like that, just felt to settle back in South Queensland where they were originally from. And in the midst of that time, uh, you know, they were doing jobs here and there. And, and for a little season, it felt like that financially things were very, very tight for them. And, uh, but since that time, since going through a difficult season, God's done incredible things in their life. Noah now has become the campus pastor at our Reedy Creek campus. And that campus has gone from strength to strength and now he's in full-time ministry. And, and also Michelle has got a fantastic job being a project manager at a private school. And, and their life has gone onwards and upwards. And, and just before all that happened, you would, they would have been tempted to believe that, you know, things haven't worked out the way that we want to, or, you know, things are you know, not going the way that we planned. But it's incredible what God can do do on the other side of a valley. And in the same way, I believe that for some people watching this, God has a rapid acceleration coming for you in 2021. That God's gonna accelerate and accentuate things in your life in 2021. He's gonna take your life to a whole new level. Why? Because that is one of the promises on the other side of the valley. As deep as you may have felt like you went in 2020 and as low as you may have gone, God can take you out the other side. He can anoint your head with oil and bring promotion to you from places that you never even expected. Promotion is one of the promises on the other side of the valley. The third promise on the other side of the valley is this. He says in verse five again of Psalm 23, He says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. And then it says this, My cup runs over. My cup runs over. Now, in the Scripture, when it talks about cups running over, Often it talks about abundance and it talks about prosperity. I'll give you a couple of examples from the Scripture. Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, Give and it'll be given to you. Good measure pressed down and shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10 says this, Honour the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 says this, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Try me now and this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be enough room to receive it. So notice this, when it talks about overflow, when it talks about cups running over, very often the Scripture is actually talking about prosperity and it's talking about abundance. And I believe that there are some people that through 2020, it's been an economically difficult time, that you've been through an economic valley in 2020 and people might be saying, hey, because of what's happened, you know, you're gonna suffer for X amount of time. But I'm here to let you know that as you come out the other side of the valley, that your cup can actually run over, that God can restore to you the year that the locusts and the cankerworm have eaten, that God can restore Restore to you that which you have lost as you come out the other side of this valley. A classic example of this in the Scripture is a man by the name of Job. And we have a whole book dedicated to his life. And at one point in his life, he actually lost everything that he had. He was incredibly wealthy, but he lost every single thing that he had. But incredibly, at the end of his life, the Bible said that God had actually restored to him double 
everything that he had lost. What had happened after coming through this difficult time, he actually came out of it with his cup running over. In the same way, I wanna encourage some people that are watching this, that you might've gone through an economically difficult time in your life in 2020. You might've looked like that, it might've looked like that you've gone backwards, but I'm here to let you know that valleys are not forever. Valleys are not fatal. Valleys are not final. That God can take you through the other side and can restore to you over and above that which you have lost. I have seen myself myself many times where God has provided supernaturally and abundantly beyond my wildest expectations or beyond what I was actually expecting. And sometimes it's on the back of a season where finances were really tight. And I'm here to let you know that the same thing can actually happen for you. That on the other side of your valley, on the other side of your difficult season, God can do something incredible. Even in the life of our church and in the life of our school, in the midst of everything that has been going on, God has blessed us beyond even the last few years. That even in the midst of this valley, in the midst of this difficult season that, that society is going through, God has been doing incredible things and our cup has been running over as a result. And in the same way, I wanna to declare to every single person watching this that in 2021, your cup is going to run over. That even though you went through a valley in 2020, even though you might've had some hardship in 2020, that that season is not forever and God can take you through the other side. And the fourth thing that actually happens on the other side of the valley says now in verse six of Psalm 23, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So watch this, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Now, this is very interesting. On the other side of the valley, it's actually like we're following God. We're doing what He wants us to do. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Then verse four, yay, yay, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you're with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. And then on the other side of the valley, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. And then he says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. So did you see that? Before the valley, I'm doing what God wants me to do. I'm obeying Him. Wherever He tells me to go, I go. Then all of a sudden, yay. Now I found myself in the midst of a valley. Great. I'm serving God, I'm following Him, and now I found myself in the midst of the valley. But who knows, the valleys are not forever. Maybe you've been serving God and you've come into 2020 and you thought to yourself, wow, here I am, how did I end up in this situation? But I wanna let you know that that's not forever. And on the other side, He says something very, very powerful. He says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. So did you see that? Before the valley and through the valley, I'm following him. But on the other side of the valley, he's saying, okay, off you go. I'll actually back you up. So what that means is this, that there comes a time in our life where we get to pursue the dreams that God has for us. That we first have to prove faithful and obedience to what he wants us to do but he drops dreams in there that one day we'll be actually able to pursue. 
And I felt that for some people watching this, that in 2021, you, God is going to release you into pursuing some of the dreams that He's put in your heart. That actually, as you've continued to serve Him and continue to be obedient to Him, on the other side, God will cause you to be able to step into and walk into the things that God has for your life. This is a season that is available for every believer. A classic example of this is the Israelites in the wilderness. The Bible says that when the Israelites were in the wilderness, they would follow the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. So whatever that, what that meant was whenever God moved, they moved. God, and you know, so they'd be camping and the Israelites would be camping and then all of a sudden the pillar of cloud will appear and start moving. And so Moses, who was the leader of the people, he would say to everyone, okay, guys, time to pack up. We're gonna follow the cloud. They would go and follow the cloud and when it stopped, they would stop. Okay, everyone, unpack, set up camp. Then when it moved, they would move again. So for 40 years, whenever God moved, the Israelites would move. But then in the book of Joshua, as they're standing on the edge of the promised land, God actually speaks to Joshua, who's now the new leader. And he essentially says to him, I'm gonna change the way I communicate to you now. Be determined and courageous, Joshua 1.6. For everywhere the sole of your foot treads, I'll give you. Did you see that? In the wilderness, whenever God moved, they moved. But now in the promised land, God is saying to Joshua, you move and I'll back you up. You follow your dreams. You pursue the things that I've put in your heart and I'll back you up. And in the same way, that's exactly what's happening here in Psalm 23, verse six. It says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. That there comes a time in our lives where we get to pursue the dreams that God has put in our heart. And very often it's on the back end of going through a difficult season like a valley. In the same way, there are people watching this today that as you step out into this new season in 2021, you might find that some of the restrictions are off you. Some of the things stopping you from pursuing the things in your heart are gone. And God is saying, off you go, pursue what God's put in your heart because goodness and mercy will follow you. So the fourth promise here is actually purpose, is actually purpose that we can fulfil the purpose that God actually has for our lives. In fact, if you look through Scripture, there's also many people that actually had to prove faithful and obedient before they were able to be trusted with the dream that God had for them. Classic example of that is the prophet Elisha. The Bible says that Elisha served the prophet Elijah and all he did was follow him and serve him for many years. But one day Elijah left and he ascended to heaven and he left his cloak, his mantle on the ground. Elisha went up and he picked up Elijah's cloak and as he continued on, all of a sudden the anointing that was on Elisha, Elijah came onto Elisha and he stepped into his destiny as a prophet. In one day, he went from being a servant to a prophet after many years of faithfully being obedient. And I don't know who I'm talking to today, but there's somebody watching and you have been faithfully obedient in what God has put before you. You've been faithfully in obedient in serving other people's vision. But I wanna let you know that in 2021, God is saying it's your time. Goodness and mercy is gonna follow you in 2021. Purpose is about to be unfolded in your life. And the fifth thing is this, the fifth promise on the other side of a valley 
It says in Psalm 23, verse six, once again, he says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then he says this, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The fifth promise for you in 2021, the fifth promise for us on the other side of the valley is God's presence. In God's presence is fullness of joy. I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter His courts with praise. In God's presence, in His courts, is His presence and there's fullness of joy. The fifth promise for us is His presence. This is the one unchanging thing throughout the whole of Psalm 23. Throughout the whole of Psalm 23, the presence of God actually never leaves us. He's with us before the valley. He's with us in the midst of the valley. That's why it says His rod and His staff, they comfort me. And then on the other side, all these awesome things happen. Now you could imagine that now that the, now that the uh, psalmist is coming out the other side of the valley, he's experiencing all these awesome things. God's prepared a table before him in the presence of his enemies. He's anointed his head with oil, his cup's running over. Goodness and mercy is following me. I think the greatest temptation would be actually to say, you know what, Lord, I don't need you now. I'm okay. I think I can go and pursue this and do whatever I want to do with my life. But notice this, the psalmist actually says that in spite of all these awesome things that are coming into my life, I will still dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What that means is this, that everything that he's been through has prepared him to have the character to handle all this blessing that God has for him. And for some people watching this today, all that you went through in 2020 is going to serve as part of God's preparation for the great things that He actually has for your life. That you will actually have the character to handle what He has for you. One of the great blessings I've seen over the course of this last season is that since we started meeting together as a church back in July, we've had a number of people come and join our church who had not been part of church for many, many years and or not been part of a church maybe even ever. And, and during this valley season society's gone through, during this pandemic season, that they've reassessed their priorities and, and reassessed their life and, and they decided that I wanna come to church. And it's almost like the difficulties that people have experienced have caused them to reassess and they've come back to church. Well, I want to encourage you that that is not God's final position for your life. And what I mean by that is God doesn't want you to remain in a valley. God wants to abundantly bless you. And the thing that I want to encourage you to remember is this, that when you experience all these blessings, all these things that God is going to pour out into your life, still don't neglect God's presence and don't neglect the house of the Lord. Remember, it's He who's gonna be able to provide you with all these things. Remember, it's God's goodness that's gonna provide you with all these things. One of the things that we've observed in our church, we've had a couple of our board meetings. We had our school board meeting the other week and our church board meeting. And God has blessed, blessed us incredibly and abundantly. Uh, and there's been incredible favour on all that we've done in this last season. And really across the entire board, King's Community Care, our Kosh, cafe, church, school, everything God's blessing and favour has been upon. But I think maybe because of some difficult seasons everyone's been through in the past, the attitude of everyone in our organisation, everyone in the leadership, everyone on the board, our attitude has not been, oh, how awesome are we? But actually our attitude has been this, 
We just want to thank the Lord and honour Him for all that He has done. Why? Because we know how difficult things can be. We know what tough times are like. We've been through the valley and now God is blessing us abundantly. We're never, ever going to forget and we're never going to neglect being in the house of the Lord forever. So I want to encourage you that if you have not, if you've been coming to church through difficulty, I believe God is going to bless you. And don't forget once He blesses you, don't forget His presence and don't forget the house of the Lord because His presence wants to remain with you all the days of your life. I believe that as we come onto the other side of 2020, God has these blessings for every single person associated with our church and for our church as well. I believe that God is going to cause prominence to rise in people's lives, that He's going to prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies, that He's going to bring promotion that He's going to anoint your head with oil, that He's actually going to bring prosperity, that, he's, that your cup is actually going to run over, that you're going to be able to step into and find purpose because surely goodness and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. And in the midst of that, let's make a decision and a commitment to never forget His presence, to never take Him for granted, to acknowledge that all the blessings that we have are actually coming directly from Him. And we, let's make us, let us make a commitment here in 2020 that as we step out, cross over into 2021, that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So I wanna pray for you right now. And wherever you are, if you wanna receive this Word, if you're saying, I'm receiving this for me and my family in 2021, wherever you are right now, whether it be at Reedy Creek, whether it be at Pimpama, whether it be at Logan Village or St. George, or whether it be online, wherever you are by a step of faith, I want you to stand your, to your feet and put your hands in the air like this. And I wanna pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every single person, every single person watching this and every single person standing. And I wanna declare today, Lord God, that we are crossing over. We're coming out of this valley and we're going, stepping over. We're coming out the other side. And I thank You that the prominence that is coming into people's lives. I thank You for the promotion that's coming into people's lives. I thank You for the prosperity that's coming into people's lives. I thank You for the purpose and opportunities that are coming into people's lives. And Lord, we commit that as these things come to pass in our lives, that we will not neglect or turn away from Your presence, that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I thank You and I praise You for it, Lord. In Jesus' Name, Amen. God bless you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned for new messages weekly. You can keep updated on what's happening in the life of King's Church by following us on social media at King's Church GC. Be blessed.